Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey everyone, Kelly Lee here. And this is Perspective, where we get God's perspective on various life topics and situations. So today we're going to be talking about love. And what is love? Who is love? Well, the Bible says that God is love. And, you know, there's so many scriptures about love. It's just absolutely amazing. But the key message in this whole thing is that we are loved endlessly by love himself. And that to me is just so, so amazing. So John 3.16 is probably the most famous verse that everybody knows. And, you know, NFL football players have made it even more famous because they put it on their face and 94 million people Googled this message. So it was John 3.16, which says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever should believe in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And it's amazing how that scripture has really, really got out to the world because it actually is like the essence of the entire Bible. The Bible is God's love letter to us. It's really amazing how people have taken such a bold stand to be able to get the gospel out there through the platforms that they have. And it's just so, so amazing how these famous people are using their platform in order to really get the word of God out there. So John thirteen thirty four and 35 says, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, just as I have loved you. You are also to love one another. By this, all people will know that you're my disciples disciples if you have love one for another. So the way that we love, and I, I know that the way that we love as Christians is a little bit different than others. It can be really misunderstood in some cases to those people who don't know God. And it's really uh, difficult for them to grasp and understand uh, when we have such a deep love for people, when we have such a, a deep love for humanity. But the words says in 1 John 4 and 8, anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. So if you know God, then you know love and you can recognize the fact that, you know, people are loving on you. And it's really difficult for some people because they think that you're hating on them or they think, you know, they just don't understand the way that we love because when God gives us a new heart and a new spirit, which is Ezekiel 36, 26 and 27, he gives us a new heart and a new spirit. And that heart is just like such a heart for people and such a compassion for people. And it changes our whole perspective on everything. It shifts us to his perspective on what love truly is. And so he removes our stony heart, which the world has the stony heart until they are renewed and given that new heart by the Lord. And so so until they get that renewed heart, they have a, a hard time sometimes understanding understanding the way that we love or the fact that we love because they're, they'll be like, how can you still love in every situation when you've been through this or that? It's like, okay, but no, because God is love and God is in my heart. Jesus is love. And so 
when you have Jesus in your heart, the love is going to come out of what's in your heart because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. When I got my new heart and my new spirit, it really changed me in so many ways because I suddenly became like more sensitive to what I was saying, how I was saying it, because the Lord would be like, okay, make sure that you're going to say this in a way that is not going to hurt people, that is not going to harm people, but is actually showing my love. And he started to change the way that I speak even. It was just an amazing transformation that happened with me. Because before that, I never used to even think <laughs> about what I was saying. I would just say it. So 1 Corinthians 16, 14 says, let all you do be done in love. And Jesus himself died on the cross for our sins. And the Bible says, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And the Bible says that we love because he first loved us. And that's 1 John 4, 19. 1 John 4 and 7 says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. Whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. And John 4, 9 to 12 is super, super powerful. It says, This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we loved God, but he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we ought to also love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. And Ephesians 2 verse 4 and 5 says, God being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. And 1 Corinthians 6 14 says, let all you do be done in love. There is 1 John 14 says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, for fear has to do with punishment, and whomever fears has not been perfected in love. And the Bible goes on to say that there is nothing that can separate us from the love of God, because He is love, and He created us. He is the one who formed us in our mother's womb and planned our lives before the foundation of the world. And so God just loves us so, so much. There is nothing that can take that love away, no matter what we do, no matter what we say, no matter what happens in our life, we are always to know that nothing can separate us from God's love. And that's what Romans 8, 31 to 39 says, neither death nor life, ne neither angels or demons, neither fears for today nor worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above the earth or below. Indeed, nothing in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that's revealed in Jesus Christ. It is such truth written here about what love is. And, you know, when we look around the world, it's really hard right now because a lot of people just don't know love and don't understand love and have not been given the love of Christ or shown the love of Christ. And it's really difficult for some people to accept as well because, you know, they've gone through their entire lives not feeling like they're loved. And I can remember the times when I first found out that God loved me, that God planned me before the foundation of the world, that he has a plan and purpose for my life. Like all of these scriptures have just really, really um, changed my life 
life because I didn't even know him up until seven years ago, which is when I was 40. And it was really, really difficult going through life just with this world. Uh, the Bible says that in the last days, the hearts of many will wax cold. There is no love in this world. And it's really, really difficult because for those of us who have a big heart who have, you know, God's love pouring out of our hearts. It's really difficult because we are so, so misunderstood many, many times. And it can be really difficult to go through life having a heart in a world that is becoming more and more heartless every single day. And Colossians 3.14 says, Above all of these things put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. So it's like the, the perfect agape love of God that nobody can fully comprehend or understand because because his thoughts are not our thoughts, his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts, and his ways are higher than our ways. So it's difficult for the human mind to truly grasp and understand the power and the love of God and just the extent of what that love can do. It's, it's amazing. And like I said, the human brain can only comprehend a tiny bit of his massive, massive love. 1 Corinthians 13.13 says, So now faith hope and love abide these three but the greatest of these is love 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 and there's just so 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 many scriptures on love it's amazing it's it's hard to share all of them within just such a short amount of time but i just want to remind you that proverbs seventeen seventeen says a friend loves at all times and 1 peter 4 8 says above all Love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. And he has given this command, anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. That's 1 John 4, 21. And over all of these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. And now a really difficult thing is that we are also called to love our enemies and pray for those who despitefully use you. Now, this is a really difficult one because we're actually called to love even in situations where we are being faced with people who hate us, people who uh, backstab us, people who you know, don't show or don't have the love of Christ. Um, I find this in particular online when I'm on Twitter and when I'm on places sharing the gospel, it's like there's so much resistance out there. And I just really pray that, you know, as we're out there sharing the gospel, that we are truly planting seeds in the unbeliever. And if there's anybody listening right now that doesn't know him, you should definitely read Romans 10 and 9, which says, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. This is such an important scripture um, because it's really just the beginning of a walk with the Lord, which includes a relationship with Him. And it's super, super important that that kind of be the starting point. So if there's anybody listening right now that has not spoken and understood and read Romans 10 and 9, I'd definitely recommend that you do so. Luke six twenty seven to 31. But to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies and do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. If someone slaps you on one cheek, turn to them the other also. If someone takes your coat, do not withhold your shirt from them. Give to everyone who asks you. And if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. Do unto others as you would have them do 
to you. That's Luke six twenty-seven to 31. And Proverbs ten twelve says, Hatred stirs up conflict, but love covers all wrongs. 1 Corinthians thirteen forty-eight, which this is my absolute favorite scripture, and I'm just going to leave you with this. It says, Love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrong. It keeps no records of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. Love always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. God bless you guys. Thank you for tuning in.